following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, Studio A, where we are. Always, it seems. Well, there was almost a chance that it wasn't going to be yesterday, but it was a whole nother deal. Lord have mercy, that wasn't the case. This is episode 402, uh, a rather somber episode, if you will. Uh, if you know Those of you who have been paying attention to Radio Memphis over the past uh, couple of weeks had apparently learned of the passing of Diana Fryer. Diana, of course, was our general manager, vice president of operations. Uh, she uh, she was on the business end of the radio station, among other things. She was on the air, of course. And it was, uh, it was not expected, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, she was a cancer patient. She was stage four colon cancer. Took it by the balls, man. Just you know, grab this thing. It was gonna just beat it up and be done with it, and that was gonna be a pretty good thing. And it uh, that wasn't that wasn't uh, wasn't in the cards, unfortunately. And uh, this week, we buried her. Very tough, very tough thing indeed for all of us at the studio. We're trying to wrap our heads around that. I thought I would devote a little bit of time in this program, this episode, to discuss that and discuss the. Uh, the impact she had on Radio Memphis, and among other things. So we'll we'll do that. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different of an episode. It'll be a little more brief, as it is. I want to devote all of it to this. So we'll pause. And we'll be back with our retrospective look with Diana Fryer, next, up out of the break, here from Radioland. Would you like to be $600 richer in the next 10 minutes? Then make a free phone call and switch your car insurance to AIS. We get it, car insurance is boring. We make it fast, fun, and easy. You make one call. We shop dozens of the best car insurance companies and offer you a way to save up to $600 on your car insurance. There are so many special deals and discounts. The best way to get them is to call. Based on your area, we have special discounts for military, teachers, engineers, and good students. Even discounts for low mileage and accident-free drivers. AIS has tons of ways to save you money on your car insurance. Make a free call right now to see what you qualify for. New customers who switch to AIS save an average of $600. 800-338-1092. It's not easy when you have to do such stuff, you know? When a colleague passes away, a good friend, you know, part of your family in a, in a weird sort of way, uh, these things, you know, unfortunate as they are, as they happen, it, you know, it's a lot of things, a lot of things go along with that. You know, you put yourself into a, into a position where you're, you know, sort of sorting out your own mortality in some aspects. And you're also dealing with, you know, what the hell did we do? You know, um, I've heard from a number of people fans and friends it, it, a number is is putting it mildly i heard from a shitload of them uh and and some great things have been said namely how uh i was being thanked for giving uh d uh some hope 
because she loved this radio station. She loved Radio Memphis very much. Uh, she'd made an, several appearances on this program on From Radio Land. In fact, I think out of all the guests I've had on this program over the years, she was on it the most. She was. She had. So she would call me up. She'd go, look, I need to get on the show. Okay. All right. That's what we're going to do. So uh, that's what we did. And uh, we, we always worked that way. And it was fun. We always we always talked business. We got into the the business of the business, the business of show business, and she became very good at it. And her perspective on things was certainly a breath of fresh air for somebody who had never really spent any time in the radio business aside from this. She did some promotional work over at uh, Clear Channel every once in a while, but I think it was more volunteer than anything else. She worked with our good friend Felicia Moore and... Uh, Various other people in and around the building over the years. And then when, when Radio Memphis began, uh, she was brought in as such, as a promotions person. And I quickly realized that that would be a colossal waste of her energy and her talent and her time. And it was time to you know put her on the air, which she fought me kicking and screaming all the way through, as as happens in these, in these things. And, you know, that's just... Uh, it was, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of these people that when I when I encounter somebody who has an apparent talent, you want you want to let them have that chance. You you got to find a way to make that happen. And she became quite good at it, and such that she had a, a massive following. She had a, a really big. She was one of the the largest listened to, uh, you know, audience wise uh, personalities we've ever had at Radio Memphis, and that's a good thing. And we we're very proud to have that. So when, you know, she called me that day two years ago, two years October, uh, yeah, uh, Jesus, 2019, uh, to tell me that she had been diagnosed with cancer. Um, my first thought, I was it was a gut punch, you know, right out of the chute because I'd been through it before. However, uh, with it's with other people that I've worked with. But at the same time, her whole demeanor about the whole thing was, it's no big deal. We'll be fine. We'll get through it. I'm going to I'm going to take a little bit of time off. I got to go get this taken care of. It's going to take some time. We're going to do some chemo. We're going to have a little surgery maybe. Boom, boom, it'll be done. You know, in about a year I'll be back and everything'll be fine. And that wasn't the case. It it, it wasn't. It, I mean, we were expecting so much more out of this. And it wasn't the case. We were expecting it to be defeated to be beaten. She was in line for a, for a, uh, uh, for an opportunity, if you will, one of the words that she used to use a lot opportunity. She loved that word. She would say that she had the opportunity to take on the, uh, an experimental treatment that, that actually had a lot of success over the you know years that they've been studying this thing. And it, and it may be becoming a reality here before too long. Um, you know, but it's about a 10 or 15 year old study that they've been working on. And, uh, even the doctors were very hopeful for this, and you know, one of the one of the big problems was is that before she could really get into this particular treatment, uh, she had to quit taking the chemotherapy for a couple of months, and that's that's when things got out of control. There's no sense in going into the details of all that. That's just you know, that's morose. That's morbid. It's not fair. It's you know, look, cancer's not fair. I get it. You know, it sucks. Uh, we all, we've all known people that have had it. What's the what's the t statistic? Was it one in three or one in five people you know will have it? One in three, I think, is what it is. One in five Americans get it. One in three are those you know. I think is is really how that works. But e either way, it doesn't really matter. It's it you know math numbers whatever. 
statistics being what they are, statistics, and the notion that that the people that we know, the people that we care about, the people we love, the people we work with, uh, get taken out in this horrific manner is is really hard. I mean, it's uh, that's why you know I'm, I can't sit here for thirty minutes and and bloviate about this. It would, I don't. First of all, I don't think it would be. I couldn't do it justice. And I could say all the mean, angry, hateful things I, I want to about cancer, but it doesn't do any good. A very good friend of mine told me that the thing about cancer is the second that you get arrogant with it is the second it becomes a lot more aggressive and it becomes more hateful, becomes more difficult, the more it's vengeful, the, the more it wants to really do you in. And that was... It was, I don't think that was the case here. I mean, nobody was being casual about it. It's just, it just happened. And, you know, I went to the, um, the visitation not long ago and, uh, you know, met fans and friends and family and, and, uh, you know, you could tell there's a, there was a palpable, palpable sense that, okay, we, we got to try and lighten the mode. Everybody was wearing, everybody, this was cute. Everybody was wearing rock and roll t-shirts. You know, shows that you, you know, t-shirts that you would buy at a show that, you know, like, you know, they're all classic rock stuff because she was a big fan of the classic rock and, you know, from Heart to Kiss to Zeppelin or whatever, Rush, there was a couple of Rush shirts in there. I mean, all this stuff. And there was this sense of trying to, you know, bring a bit of levity to it. There was music being played over over the uh, the speaker system there in in the funeral home and it was just classic rock. That's all it was. I don't think anybody was really paying attention to it, but it did, it did create a sense of welcomeness, I guess, a, a bit of familiarity with all of this. And there was, you know, people, there were people being nice, and there were people telling a joke or two, and there was a, there was a couple of laughs, and and you know, and on, but 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 the whole thing was just covered with this pall of sadness, and it, and it was that. I mean, it was it was very very thick and very real and uh it was tough i mean it was hard to be around it i was there for the whole thing i, I told the family that i would be there um it was like for three hours from five to eight i think it was i was there from the beginning to the bitter end man um had to be and you know there were people that i hadn't seen in a long long time that i got a chance to reacquaint with you know it's one of those things you go well you know you wish it would happen under better circumstances but that's not the way that goes but uh you um you know, we've all been to funerals. We've all been to these things, and they're this. That it's like a, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but we, unless you're there, that's just the, that's the way it is. This particular case was very different, though, in 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 this adage, and being that I've never been to a visitation or funeral where the deceased mother and father were still alive. That's that's the pall that that was hanging over every every moment of this. It really was, and and it's you know, and I, and I visited. I knew her mom and dad, and I and I visited with them for just a minute. Um, you know, her mother was 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 okay. You know, I guess uh, for somebody who was burying their daughter, you know, her father was was you know pretty tore up about it. You know, it's, it was his baby girl. It was it was his youngest. And the rest of the family were they were they were all very lovely and and of course it was just it was a sting as death is often it's a sting um 
and for those who worked with her, like our people, you know, the people that we work with over at Radio Memphis, Pirate Radio Studios, man, they were all there. And uh, it was just this, I don't know. It was it was hard to uh, to wrap your head around all of this. That's for sure. I will tell you, and now that I you know since I have the more details on this, um, which by the way, this is being taped on November the seventh. She died on the second, I think, second or third. Um, all the days have bled together because of this, but uh, we've we've put together a program that's going to happen on Radio Memphis on the nineteenth of November. 2021, depending on when you're listening to this, 19th of November, um, coming up, uh, it's the, it would, it was a, it would be a day before her 50th birthday. We were going to do something on her 50th birthday on, on Saturday. Um, but because of a couple of schedule conflicts that kind of got in the way with a, a few things, we decided to be best to move it to the, um, the day before the Friday, the day before. And that uh, that was done, that actually is going to work out because they wanted to do something on the air, and I'd heard from several people that really wanted to make this happen as well. So what what's going to happen is it's going to be a, a celebration of the life of Diana Fryer, and that's going to happen on the air at radio-memphis.com that Friday, starting at six p.m. Central, going going late. I tentatively slated it to midnight, but who knows? It may go early, it may go late. I don't I don't know. Nevertheless, uh, there's we're going to have kind of an open house in the studio. Um, clearly not, not necessarily a visitation per se, but there will be a few members of her family there. They've wanted to do this. They've wanted to be a part of this as well. Um, I know her brother, I believe will be down there and his wife and uh, several of the other, other, other relatives will pop in and we will, uh, we'll celebrate the life. And well, and what that means though is, you know, yeah, there'll be, there'll be a couple of moments where we're going to be kind of down on ourselves about all this and kind of saddened, of course, because this is our friend, you know? But at the same time, there's going to be a lot of fun stories being told, and Lord knows we've got a pile of them because she was she was she was a force to be reckoned with for sure, and we all had a blast down there. And that's the important thing, is that she understood when every time we came into the studio that yeah, it was about business, but it was also about having a good time, being you know number one, having fun. That's the way it has always been. And boy, howdy, the crazy shit we got into over the years was uh was was impressive and you'll hear those stories myself tundria gerald all the people from the staff will be there our our, our newest addition the heavyweight chumps they will be there i'm quite certain i know maddox will be for sure uh joel i believe will be around steven emily everybody well they're all going to come down and and uh we'll we'll do a thing throughout the night may even have a a little bit of music uh you know a band may come in and perform I'm not really sure, you know, we're still sort of putting it together, but the date has been set for the 19th of November, uh, you know, coming up the day before her, what would have been her 50th birthday. And we're going to celebrate the life of Diana Fryer. I think that's a wonderful, I think, I, I, you know, I think it's good. It's, you know, it's cathartic. You know, you gotta, you gotta close that chapter. It's hard to do that. It's hard to, it's hard to say, you know what? All right, we're done here. This is within the 10 years of this radio station, a sea change has occurred and it, and it came at the hands of a death of a colleague and, and a person who helped build this thing from day one. So we, we closed that chapter and yet we begin anew and that's part of it. And that's what we're going to have. And it's, you know, as we get into the holidays, it, it'll help uh, remind us that there are not only our own mortality, but our, our, our own well-being. And how it is that we are 
uh, perceived and worked with with our colleagues and our, our friends and our loved ones. That's the important thing. Those are certain lessons that we take from being around other people who have lived and died within our own lifespans. The contributions that they make to other people's lives are immeasurable. And this is certainly one of those things. Diana certainly had a lot of that. Uh, one of the more important takeaways you know, from her life, and you'll probably hear more about this on the 19th, but um, her stoicism, her bravery, her, uh, her ability to accept anything that got thrown at her, and quite literally, anything that got thrown at her, including the words from her doctors that said there was nothing else they could do. It was time for her to go home and to die. Can you imagine hearing that? You know what she did? Okay. That's what she said. Okay, let's go home. We did our best. There's nothing else we can do. I don't think I could ever act like I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. But but that's uh that's what that's what she was like. And like I like I said, you'll hear more of those stories and and and, and in working with her, she had that same attitude about things. On uh, most things, there were some some ideas that she had that you know, and we implemented them. Um, it was you know, her way or the highway sometimes, and that which is not a bad thing. It's just you know, this is the way, you know. We, there was there was compromise, and that's how we worked. And Dee understood that. And yes, yeah, she's going to be sorely missed uh, around the station, and uh, and it is going to return to business as usual as best as we can. You know, this last week has been sort of tough for everybody. And, you know, we were the ones that had to break it to people on the air. And that happened. And that was a really weird set of circumstances. I had gotten the message from the family that she had passed. And um, this happened while I was still on the air. And I did not go on the air with it. I, I chose to do it the next day. Uh, just because there... There are people that I have that I have had to call that I've had to let know that this was this was occurring. That I wanted them to hear it directly from me before they kicked on the radio, expecting a you know a dick joke or a fart noise or something, and then all of a sudden I, I hit them with that. So um, so I made a bunch of phone calls there <laughs> in that span, and and uh, you know, imagine telling somebody you know, somebody you care about, somebody you love that uh, that a mutual friend of ours has died and and you know how they have felt about it too you're you, you're having to you're having to deliver the bad news a thousand times and then you do it on the air and then then the bomb goes off and it's and it's everywhere and that's what it was it really was it was tough it was it was it was really tough it was needed it's it's all part of life you can't really avoid these things you know with all the good comes the bad and with all the bad comes the good. And we just do what we do. Put our shoulders back, get that stiff upper lip. We cry when we need to. We sob when we have to. And we be there for our friends because that's what we do. And then we smile later and we remember how it was when we were all together. That's the important thing because we'll always have those memories. That's a, that's a wonderful thing. So, yes. There's no sense in me, you know, going on any further about all this, but I, I wanted to take a, a bit and devote an entire episode to this whole moment. Uh, there will be more. Uh, stick around to uh, listen. Uh, stay, stay tuned to Radio Memphis, radio-memphis.com. All the shows will have something in regards to follow our social media. 
uh, whether it's just on Facebook, just just Radio Memphis, or each of the pages, Radio Memphis in the morning, in the afternoon, uh, the Radio Memphis Live Music Hour, uh, Metal Monday, Prague Time, all of that stuff. <clears throat> we'll all have the details when it comes, and this will be this will be a fun program that Friday night. It'll happen Friday the nineteenth uh, of November, starting at six p.m. Central Time ish going to whenever so uh so there you go we hope you can be a part of it and and tune in you know and uh, we'll even open up the phones and uh, there'll be some probably some folks probably some surprise guests that'll just wander in and we'll we'll do the do you know as the as the old saying she was a buddhist and one of the old sayings that 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 came from buddha was sometimes it do be like that Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomclosetmemphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Because last week we had to talk a little bit about something a little more important, which would be the lives that we have had to share with our friend Diana. It's time to move on. We turn that page. As I mentioned, it's closing one chapter and opening up another, which means it's back to business as usual. Yes, we carry our friends with us just like our luggage. <laughs> Speaking of people with luggage, yeah, it's the crazy parade. Boy, it is everywhere. And nowhere else in the whole world will you ever find it more especially potent than in the South, where it's almost like treated like royalty here. I'd say, you know, we just we, we parade it around. That's why, that's why we talk about the crazy parade. It's real. It's palpable. It's all of society. Cruise through your Facebook feed with your friends from the South, and you'll see exactly what I mean. And if you really want to know what it's all about, if you really want to see the crazy, just start reading a little bit of political news. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. There you go. You heard what's coming up next time on the program. Uh, until then, uh, please, um, you know, you know, keep happy thoughts. Um, it doesn't even matter whether you knew, uh, you know, whether you knew Diana Fryer or not. Maybe you only knew her as just a voice in the night or a voice in in the in the in the thing. Whatever the case may be, uh, think happy thoughts because it was all. It's all indicative of two of the people that you know that I don't know. You know, it's life. We're all we're all human beings here. We're n- none of us are any greater or smaller than anyone else. And um, it's uh, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that you have to take that moment and realize that everything changes at the turn of a dime. It it really does. It's it's so so quick. You know, one minute it's 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 champagne and laughs, and 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 next it's it's tears, and it's the 
that's 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 what we do. And we're we're still here. We're, the rest of us are still here. And that's the nice thing about having a team, a family, a crew. It's whatever it is. It's all good. You have the same thing. You have your people too. You're never truly alone. And you know, throughout all the years that you have uh, tuned in for us, we can we we thank you from the bottom of our heart, and we ask for your continued support as we continue on moving forward. Hobbled, mind you, a bit crippled by all of this, but we'll be fine as we finally you know get our sea legs back out, uh, you know, back where they're supposed to be, and get back into the next chapter of what it holds for us from Radio Land and from the radio station at Radio Memphis and all of that. So as I as I say at the end of every show here at least uh, and I, and it's it, it means more now than at any other time please take care of yourselves take care of one another for God's sake stop shooting each other all right I'm Rick Cheddar and this has been from Radio Land Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.